DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. NBA Finals Game 1 tonight. The Bucks and the Suns in Phoenix. Question of the morning. Since the local Sam Merrill and Elijah Bryant are on the Bucks, are we rooting for them over the Suns? The former Aggie and the former Cougar giving us some local buy-in. I think that's cool that both these kids are in their young and in their NBA. Both of them are rookies. That they're on the team that came out of the East. And they don't play much, but so what? They're in the NBA. Uh, that would be... Now they're in the finals and they get to see the show, and you never know what might happen. As far as them getting a chance to play, well, and get, it's mostly mop-up minutes for get these some guys. Garbage time here right. and there. That's mostly what they've been getting. Uh, but they overcame tremendous odds. Not and, too many guys coming out of Utah that made the NBA. Sam Merrill's one of them, and then Bryant had to go overseas for a couple years at least. Right? He's been gone for a while now. In Israel for three years, yeah, and then yeah. so he gets an opportunity. It's a great, great story. They're still Both twenty. Of them. They're still twenty-five and twenty-six. So yeah. What was Joe when he showed up here? He was 27, right? 27, Yeah, right. I wouldn't count on that, though. <laughs> you can, ne- you can never count that, on that. That one's a little different. <laughs> you can never count on that. You keep trying to give hope You're to something. You're saying there's a chance. Something that isn't hopeful. They're not going to get big minutes in the league. I mean, I know this is TV here, and you want to put a happy bow story on it, but just the fact that they're there, that's the story. There's nothing beyond that, but that's plenty good enough. They get to see the NBA Finals Carnival up close and personal. And they made the NBA. If they never play another second, they made the NBA. And just saying that is something that is steep, steep odds, especially for Merrill, who takes a couple years off, and for Bryant, who started at like an Elon, I think, and then transfers to BYU of the LDS connection and has to go overseas for three years and then gets a taste. That's already, they've already achieved well beyond what most thought, if not all thought, possible. So I don't know about going forward. I'm not a female here, and we're not having chit-chat between stories, buddy. This is the story. Don Don says it's not the story. We have zero interest in either club, DJ. This is Jazz Nation. Oh, we thought you put the question up, huh? Yep. Or did you put it on Twitter? I put it on Twitter and I put it over on my Facebook page just to get more responses. Oh, well, our Facebook page isn't good enough. We got to go to the big dogs location. We want more <laughs> reaction. Wow, hijacking the show. <laughs> I put it on my Twitter, my Facebook, so we can get more reaction because I'm me and people come to me, not to you. Hold on, I'm nice go, message. I'm gonna go create a Facebook page for PK and myself. And that wasn't the message, but that's fine. How was that not the message? Yak, was that the message? <laughs> that was precisely the message. That was not the message. That may not Go be ahead. the message you intended, but you can't control the message once the message is out there. How the message was received was exactly the way I presented it. Again. We're going to do, do two 20-minute <laughs> segments on this, and the DJ and PK page got 14 comments. Might need a little more reaction. <laughs> Right. So let's go to the big dog. Exactly. And or to the only other stuff I have access shovel, to. Give me man. You're now at 10 feet. I don't want you to go to 20. <laughs> put it on your Twitter right now, PK. I don't do Twitter very much. And that's why I put it on mine. 
Daniel says, to, you'll do it. Daniel says, my hope of two small market teams in the finals is now a reality. So I'm extremely happy, and I don't really care who wins. But what is small it could market, only though? be better if it were the Jazz in there. I mean, Part of me wants the Suns because it's a cool story coming from the bottom of the league to win in the, the ship. It's pretty cool. Well, they haven't won it yet, but uh, is Phoenix really small market? Where do we stop with the small markets? An excellent question. I don't know the answer to it. Uh, Phoenix has boomed and used to be. Uh, You're Mr. Market guy. I don't yeah, and I'll have to, and I'll stuff. have to look it up. It used to be around Market Twenty, and I just know that because hey, Phoenix and Denver and, and Sacramento Butthead, it has eighteen comments. Oh, cool! I only said fourteen on mine. I don't know why. Yeah, well, poo-poo on you. I got some pull here. Not as much as you, obviously. I put it on my Twitter. Yeah, Phoenix is now market eleven. <laughs> so that's officially medium-sized market. Oh, it is eleven. Yeah. That's officially? Officially. <laughs> I just made that up. I know. You know I'm going to question everything. It's 7.30. I haven't got into my light and fluffy TV mood yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but all the Yak knows, too. He just doesn't want to say it and risk your wrath. <laughs> there'd be there'd be 12. No, go back 20 <laughs> seconds to it. Light and fluffy TV mood. You know how he gets at 9 o'clock? We're aware. People who only uh, listen... To the start of the show, have no idea at the end of the show. The show starts at 6, buddy. <laughs> the first two hours is the start, the last two is the end. Later on, when Never I... Hoffman <laughs> would be proud. <laughs> okay, 6 to 7.30, we're still in the first third of the show. Anywho, as market 11, there'd be 12 teams in bigger markets. There'd be 16 in smaller markets, and I don't know how to count Toronto. Oh, you just divided by the number of Yeah, so they're the basically league. literally so you in went, the middle if you rank but them. But you went to the league. You didn't necessarily go by market, although a lot of it would be overlap. I get that. Yeah. if if um, There's two teams in New York and L.A., so uh, 12 teams in bigger markets. But I think that to your point that I think you're about to make, some markets play bigger than others, and some play smaller. I mean, the Clippers are in L.A., but until recently, eh, so what? You want to be a big market team? Now, the last, I don't know, five to seven years, it's been different. It's been different for they a got, while. They got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin in there. Mm, and, they and, they were, right, and they were a good NBA team. They yeah. solid, yeah. Right. They weren't a joke. Exactly. Which and so before calling years. them a big market team was just a waste of time because, yes, they were in a big market, but it was a joke. But there's also the perception, is this a place you want to be? If you win, yes. Every place is a place you want to be if you win. I mean, the Warriors were in a big market, and they sucked for and years. Another great example. They had ownership issues all through the 90s and the 2000s, and it went to one postseason in like 17 or 18 years. That's why I think this market stuff is so freaking overblown. Just overblown. Although I heard Bart Scott go on the other day about nobody wants to live here. I mean, it just, you know, you can say racist things, and it's if it's against a certain group, it's no big deal. You know, because he went and went right down the stereotypes and probably has spent very little, if any, time here. But you're just allowed to say whatever, but if somebody else says something, oh my gosh, we got to have breaking news on Twitter all day yesterday. I mean, it just depends. And, and Jalen Rose can say what he wants, and it just kind of goes away. So I just don't buy it. Players want to go where they're going to get paid, 
as they should, because it's a very short lifespan, and, uh, relatively speaking, for the career span. Yeah, that's for what you're the at. Uh, well, life shelf life for the uh, player in a professional sports. If you're fortunate enough to be Chris Paul, great on you. But Sam Merrill and Elijah Bryant are probably not going to be playing 16 years in the NBA. Seems unlikely. Yeah. So grab as much money as you possibly can. There's no doubt about that. And they want to win. And they want to be in stable environments that has good ownership, that has good management. And this market, I get it, it's smaller, but it has all that. And people will come, Ray. They will come. I firmly believe that. And there's done nothing that has just convinced me otherwise. In fact, I'm even stronger now with new ownership that that will happen. People weren't flocking to Phoenix. They were not. They once, a, once upon a time they were, but when they had good ownership. Lately, not so much. When Colangelo was running right. the show and he was the godfather of Phoenix sports and he knew what he was doing. Yeah, they were. But then they got somebody in there who didn't know. And the thing was just down the toilet for many, many years. And nobody was flocking there. I just think that the player deserves more respect for his intelligence. And I just think Jazz fans will flock to agree with you when they see it. They want to get their hopes up and have it not happen. Well, there's just no guarantee you're not you're going to win if that's that's what you're looking for. That's not there's no guarantee on that. They may that may not happen in your lifetime that they they'll win an NBA title. I don't know. May happen next year. Well, that's a full range. That's this is the way it works. I mean, nobody would have predicted Phoenix. You would have picked it. I thought Milwaukee, once they got Drew Holiday, was going to be better than they were because I think he's a better player over Drew Bledsoe. I think it's a no-brainer. Everybody thinks that. So I thought they were better this year than they were last year, and they've had some good records, if not the best, the last couple of years. And this year, even though the record didn't indicate, I thought they were a better team because I believe that Holiday's a better player. But Phoenix, no. I thought top ceiling for them was fourth in the West. If, if everything came together. And yet, they got to second, and now they're in the NBA Finals. Yeah, they far superseded it. So who would have picked the, that? The first team to go to the NBA Finals after missing the playoffs for 10 straight years. Saw that on the, on the ticker. Yeah, I think it's 11. But uh, amazingly, it's the same owner. Now, Clippers got better. They made a change, obviously. Sterling's out, and Ballmer gets in. And they get going pretty good. And they were decent at the time when uh, Sterling sold them, if I remember correctly. They were better anyway uh, than they had been when I was living down there. And they were an absolute joke. And into the 90s continued when I moved up here. So that's an amazing story, too, that the same owner somehow got it right. After so many years (laughs) of getting getting it wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah. So... Did he get it right, or the thing he got right was get out of the way and let these people do it? That's getting it right. Yeah. yeah. You're in the finals. You got something right. Whichever way he chose, that was the right way. I mean, James Jones took over. Uh, ex-player, I think James is only like 40 years old, and so he's a recent ex-player, and he ascended to that spot. I think he was an assistant, and then they fired the McDonough dude, and, and, and away he went, and Took tons of heat for drafting Aiton over Doncic. Uh, Doncic probably be the better individual player, but obviously they don't need Doncic to get to the finals, and they probably needed uh, 
Aiton. Yeah. So gotta, it worked. Got to have some size, and they got it. Yeah, and he's a good player. He's not just big. He's a good right. player. He's skilled. He can do a lot of different things for you. He's been scoring. He's been rebounding. He's been protecting the And he got his butt kicked by Chris Paul, and away we've gone. It's, a, it's an amazing story. He's talked about the impact Paul's had on his career. I would love to see them win. Obviously, I have ties there. I don't personally care, but for the people that I know, that would be fun. And it's a great story. Great stories. I mean, that's where we're about in this business. You're about great stories. And it's a great story. And particularly if Phoenix can do it, why in the world can't the Jazz? What what does Phoenix have over the Jazz? I don't think... Awesome winter weather. I mean, that... Market 11, way that, bigger. That's... Does anybody go any place for weather unless you're retired? And I think course, that it's uh, I think it's way more the money, the playing time, and the relationships. Those are the three things that are going to form most decisions. Now, once you make it, if it happens that you end up with Phoenix, well, okay, that's awesome. January in Phoenix is spectacular. Right, but this is now July. Right. Not not spectacular so at all. They have Spect- to endure this brutal heat. Yes. I pray for them. One one ten? What's it going to be today? I don't think it's going to cool off that that much. <laughs> <laughs> so are you in because they're guys with local ties? And Jack says Sam is the only reason I'm watching the final. Seeing the Jazz uh, had to go and not make it there. I watch many teams just because they have an Aggie that plays for them. Go Aggies. Well, in the NBA, that's the only team you watch. I assume he's referencing the NFL. Now I think you'll have one next year. I'd say you got Nemius Kete coming up. I'd be surprised. I thought he's been an NBA player for a couple years now. I'd be surprised if he's not playing in the NBA next season. So you'll have two. That's great. Great for them. How about Jay Crowder? Does he do it for you? My, uh, Brian, that's what he goes to. He says, uh, referencing uh, Elijah Bryan and, and uh, Sam, he says, no, not at all. They don't even play. It would be nice to see Crowder win it. So... Jay does it for Brian. He's got good memories from the Jazz years. He's on board. Now, if I remember correctly, I think Joe had said that was his favorite teammate. One of them. If, uh, uh, he may have said that, actually. It was my favorite yeah. guy to play with. So, and Joe has played with so many guys, so many international guys. He's an international guy, obviously, himself. But he's probably played with guys from, oh, man, I couldn't even count the countries. 30, 40? Counting all of his days as a professional. You would think so. Overseas. I mean, Playing in Israel and in Spain, I mean, those are all-star teams. I he probably played there. I don't know if he played for a Grecian team. He played in Greece, but I don't think he played for Greece. But uh, those teams for a Grecian team. In uh, you just like saying Grecian, don't you? Um, Grecian formula. He certainly played with a bunch of international guys on those clubs. The Australian club, I think, would have been primarily Australian. His first pro club, probably a few international guys there, but mostly Australian. I believe is it uh, the Olympic team. They're all Australian. Good call. Yeah. Brady says, the Bucks. yep, I'm rooting for them, and I'm rooting against Chris Paul. How can you root against Chris Paul? It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would anybody root against Chris Paul? Brady doesn't go into why. Well, why, Brady? Tell me one. Get on our app. Tell me one reason why you would root against Chris Paul. You can use our app, use the open mic feature. Grab your phone, download our app, use the open mic, send your take in. Because he's a chippy guy, and he gets under your nerves, and he's always complaining to the refs. I think you get on nerves. You don't get under nerves. Under their skin, on their nerves. He gets on their skin. Literally. (laughs) 
<laughs> he is the smaller guy, and that's usually the guy who's popular who people root for. I mean, he's no Muggsy Bogues, but the six-footer in the NBA is still the smaller guy. At 36 also, years of age, That was the other thing, man. right? This is like, how many more chances, how many more bites at the apple do you get? You're 36. You're already... You're already giving father time a beating. You could have easily been done three or four years ago. This is ago. a little bit of a John Elway story. At the very end. Yeah. Can you finally break through? Yeah. Elway won his last two seasons in the league. Yeah. I guess the difference is Chris Paul had not been to the finals. And John Elway had been to multiple Super Bowls. But as far as winning it all right at the end. Which makes it even sweeter. Before you take a bow and walk off the and stage. And he goes to a team. You're thinking, all right. Here's a decorated player in the league. I think we'd all agree with that. And if you don't like him, fine. But he's still a decorated player, right? He's going to the Hall of Fame. So you think, all right, they got something going on in Houston. And then, boom, he gets traded OKC, and they're in the midst of rebuild. And then they're going to be in the midst of even more rebuild. So they jettison him. Well, they don't send him to the Lakers like Letter Carrier did and and who else? Peyton did, Mm -hmm. trying to basically... You're not going to a team. At the end. You're not going to a team that yeah. was already one of the top two. Right. Or three I mean, they the had league. Shaq and Kobe and right. Phil, right? And so you try to piggyback that. This isn't a Durant here by any stretch. He goes to a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in 11 years, and he's 36 years old, and he doesn't cause any stink. He doesn't say, "Wait a second, this sucks. I got no chance here. I'm going to wind my way out, a la James Harden, and get to the Nets." He doesn't do any of that. He goes willingly, at least publicly anyway. And look at how it turns out. How do you not love that story? That is a phenomenal story. I don't know that it compares to anything ever in the league's history. I'm not a historian of the league, so I can't really say. But off the top of my head, what compares to this story? In its uniqueness of this individual story, there's a tons, there's a million stories in the West or whatever that expression is. What's that expression? Something out there. But this is a phenomenal story. How do you not love this story? A million stories in the naked city. There it is. Something like that. Thank yeah. you. I knew you'd have it. <laughs> the big city. Okay. What, what makes it so unusual is the bouncing around at the end of his career. I mean, to go to four different teams in the last five years. Yeah, and but, your point, if you got to Houston and did it, I mean, Houston was already in the top two or three in the league. Yeah. That would have been like Malone and Peyton going to the Lakers. But like Malone and Peyton going to the Lakers, they didn't pull it off in Houston. Well, like they, they didn't pull it off in L.A. And they haven't pulled it off yet. But the prospects of just getting to this point the Lakers, when they got those guys getting to the finals, was not the. There was really, I don't remember, but I don't think it there was, was much celebration. No, it was in it was the expected. West. In that era, it was the Lakers and the Spurs and everybody else in the West. So you were already, you had one team to get by to get to the finals. Bouncing around at the end of your career is not that unusual. Lajuan did it, Ewing did it, Barkley did it, Pippen What's did un- it. Right, but what makes it unusual is that they were hanging on. They were no longer franchise guys. They weren't going to go out there and be the guy, take the big shot. I don't know if you can say he's carrying the team. He's leading the team. falls more on Booker, but he's leading the team. 
Whereas they were clearly... Made two massive games and closeout games. Right, and they were way past their prime. They were not going to drop 41 in a closeout. Yeah, but I don't think anybody thought Paul was going to drop 41 in a closeout game to get to the NBA Finals. He did and they didn't, and that makes the story different. So it was not... I thought he was going to be an okay player, but I had no idea right. we'd and have this had, level of impact. If they had gotten to fourth in the West and won a playoff series at the start of the year, massive that would have, yeah, that would have seemed like a really good year and a great outcome. It but they been. get to second in the league, and they're one game away from having the best record in the league, so you ratchet the expectations up, and they follow through on them. Yeah, I don't even know that I did ratchet the expectation. I get your theory on paper. But I didn't know that. I didn't think they were going to beat the Lakers. And sure, they took advantage of Davis being hurt, but that's the way it goes. I mean, they, if you're, and I've heard it a million times from Suns fans Steve Nash, his bloody face couldn't stop bleeding and uh, in one series, and then he gets hip checked and they lose Stoudemire, who was a premier player, and Boris Diaw when they have a 3 2 lead over the Spurs. And then the Spurs, I believe, sweep the Nets. So, and, and Stoudemire and uh, DL didn't run on the court. They ran to assist Steve Nash, who literally was hip-checked by Ori into the scores table. And so they took like a half a foot across the sideline, but not to go cause any problem, and they get suspended. So if you bring up anything as far as, yeah, but down there, you better do it on your way out of town. No one will go into why, but Twitter... Which I did because, you know, I'm, I don't know. What was I, Power, power Man? Why did I put it on Twitter? Twitter. You're bigger than me. Okay. Carlton says, why would we Literally ever... and physically. Why would we ever root for Chris Paul? And Eric likes that. Why would we ever root for... Because it's a phenomenal story. Tyson, why would we? Yeah, and Ray, we are rooting for anyone that is playing against Chris Paul. That makes no sense. What has he done... How much is this? Is this like animosity. left over from the Darren Williams thing like 12 years ago or 15 years ago? Who's okay. better? We all remember those no. debates between no. him and Darren, yeah, but, but this well, has been settled for years. I know, but this is a career resurgence unlike many you see because he had so many playoff failures, the 3-1 losses. This makes no sense to me. I yeah. need a deep explanation or at least a cursory explanation rather than I don't like Chris Paul. That's, this isn't deep. I was going to say that's it's more of it. something. Hopefully we'll get deep on the other side of the break here. Greg D says I'm rooting for the Bucks because Chris Paul is annoying and it should be our jazz there instead of the damn Suns. So jealousy. Well, annoying and jealousy. Now that I can understand. But the Suns did t- they took nothing from you. Yeah, they didn't beat you. Clippers beat you, and they beat the Clippers. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that logic. the The Suns are a story that I think you would love. That the you know the the rising from the ashes, and obviously the name Phoenix. So it's somewhat ironic there because they were in the toilet for so long, and they hit, they missed on so many draft picks. Why, why wouldn't you be mad at uh, Devin, Devin Booker? He could have been yours. He was sitting there, and management decided Trey Lyles was a better player or a better fit or both, whatever. Whatever it was that yeah. did it, they decided to pick the other guy. Yeah. And then Trey missed the shot that might have sent Canada to the Olympics. And then he Foot was up. right there to be had. Uh, so why wouldn't you be irritated at Devin Booker? 
Actually, this guy just says, you know, it's not so much Chris Paul for me. I don't know why anyone would root for Devin Booker. (laughs) Devin Booker has done jack until they scored a ton of points. But he's he's had a breaking out. Devin Booker is now a national player. Before he was a local player. I remember when he scored 70, there was one guy just criticized him. I thought, oh, so if he scored 50, it would be more legitimate? <laughs> he was chasing points at the end. Well, it turns out he's a really good player. He could do it on the biggest stage. He just needed some teammates. Give him a veteran point guard and have that uh, talented uh, young guy mature and develop, and then he's ready to cash in. Yes. But you don't get to do it by yourself. So they, ba- they missed on so many high picks, and they hit to a good degree on Aiton, and they hit to a great degree on Booker. Booker, and they hit to a good degree on Bridges, which I think was a trade draft day, if I remember correctly. But that's still, that's basically that's the same. Enough, yeah. yeah, so I think they hit on those three, and then they filled out the roster like most pe- teams do. Pick up players wherever you can, and here they are. That's a great story, man. I, I, I don't understand why people would be... Uh, rooting against them for these other reasons. I have yet to hear a good reason why you would root against them. Well, I put it guys. out there on Twitter and we'll see if people uh, hit oh, us up. Yeah, yeah, now the world has it. Exactly. My little Facebook, it's just like, you know, maybe That's one our, tenth of one million. You don't ever do anything. It's mine, essentially. I'm the administrator. But once you put it on your social media, Katie, bar the friggin' door. I mean, this is like Malachi with the tithing. You just open the windows and the responses are just going to come flooding in. And now I see what you're doing as a spiritual man that you are. The connection right there is so obvious. And I'm not talking about Malachi Flynn, the Aztec basketball player. I don't know Malachi's last name. They just should have put in last names in the great book. You know? I mean, for all we know, it could have been Nephi Sewell. Who knows? We don't know his last name, right, Yach? Just, just running through all the names on <laughs> rosters in your head now. Nephi Sewell, that was a stretch. Why is that a stretch? I'm saying, how do we you know in your great book professional that, that it could have been his last name was Sewell? Football. He could literally be a descendant of Nephi. Yach, and it stretch. Could have been Nephi Yerne. Sewell. You're the judge. You don't know that. You don't know that what at am all. I judging on here? Yeah, stretch. You, 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 stretch or no? No. Pro basketball to college football. That was a stretch. No. That wasn't a stretch. Okay, Man. fine. I'll <laughs> Dang it. You pulled Malachi and Nephi out of... Malachi Flynn. That's what makes it impressive. No, I went right to Malachi Flynn. And once, once there was the Aztec, it wasn't a stretch. But then when it went to football in the Utes, because he hates the Utes, that was a stretch. I rest my case. Wait a minute. I, I thought I worked at Channel 2 and I love the Utes. I get so confused. You can't win. Just You're to go jealous. To I can't. You're like Chris Paul here to these people. <laughs> Chris. Your team didn't get the invite. Oh, they did. The only thing I got in common with Chris Paul is I'm six feet tall. There it is. There it is. Oh, you got handles. They're just called love handles. hey <laughs> Free association with PK. Holy smokes. <laughs> and by the way. And you get this for free. This, this isn't is, satellite. You don't have to pay for this. This is closer to 9 o'clock PK than you usually get to see in the 7 o'clock hour. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, We do want to know, what about CP3 annoys you? Why does he turn you up? Why does he anger you? Why do you root against him? What is the emotion specifically, and why do you have it? And we'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.